You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning listeners. Welcome to Top of the Morning by Mint, your weekday newscast that brings you five major stories from the world of business. It's Tuesday, February 6th, 2024. My name is Nelson John. Let's get started. Top of the Morning by Mint. Indian markets had a slow start on Monday with benchmark indices Sensex and Nifty closing in the red. Asian markets were dragged down by diminishing hopes of an early rate cut by the US Fed. The 30 share BSE Sensex ended lower by 0.49% at 71,731.42 points. Nifty 50 closed at 21,771.70, down by 0.38%. With a 5.46% rise in its share value, Tata Motors became the top gainer of the day. On the other hand, Bajaj Finance and Bharati Airtel lost more than 3% in share value. Artificial intelligence, machine learning, nanotechnology, quantum computing, climate tech, semiconductors. These are some examples of deep tech sectors and the government is ready to go big on them. In the interim budget on Thursday, the government announced it would set up a 1 trillion rupee corpus to fund deep tech projects in India. That's close to 12 billion dollars. Deep tech is a category of businesses that are built on engineering and technology that makes significant innovations or scientific advances. These are technologies that are yet to go mainstream. In other words, they're cutting edge. Mint Science, Space and Technology correspondent Shovik Das answers some important questions around the proposed funds like why does India need to invest in deep tech companies is the fund large enough for deep tech to grow you might find more answers in Shovik's piece the link is in the show notes usually a loan application involves a lender checking your financial background before giving you the money in many cases you need a collateral amount against a loan in a country like india one of the most common methods of providing collateral is gold this has made a category of loans called gold loans very popular but at certain branches of the bank of baroda a strange thing started to happen gold loans were issued by the bank without any gold being given as collateral by the borrowers What's more, the bankers involved made it appear that the loan was repaid on the same day that it was disbursed, thereby reversing the interest payments. This was done by backdating repayments. Ultimately, it resulted in employees meeting their targets without any loan being given or repaid. Shyam Ghosh, Mint's banking editor, brings you this report that exposes a fraudulent scheme between certain Bank of Baroda staffers and friendly customers who enabled it. Unfortunately, this isn't the first such scam to take place at the bank. Last year, it forged its app download numbers, for which was reprimanded by the RBI. The good news is that the bank's auditor got a whiff of the fake gold loans. Shine's story has more details. The possibility of owning a home in the cities they grew up in has for long attracted non-resident Indians or NRIs to the real estate market. But delays in projects and years of waiting time to get possession kept them away from property markets. However, the real estate market is seeing a resurgence. 
thanks to NRI investors. NRIs have been buying premium flats, plots, villas and homes in retirement communities. The share of NRIs in annual home purchases, which was below 10% before 2020, increased to 15% in 2023. Mint Senior Editor Madhuri Manandi examines the reasons behind this NRI real estate homecoming. Is the movie industry losing its chokehold on the Indian zeitgeist? Yes, says the number. Fewer people made the trip to the theatre to watch a film this past year. The number of people who watched movies in theatres dropped to 943 million from 1.03 billion in pre-pandemic 2019. Interestingly, the Indian film industry made the most money in 2023. With box office bangers like Jawan, Animal, Salar and Jailer, the Indian film industry raked in 12,226 crore rupees in 2023. This was possible because of the increased price of movie tickets. Customers are willing to pay much more to go to the cinemas, said Ajay Bijli of PVR Inox. Bijli spoke with Mins Latha Jha, our media and entertainment correspondent. Lata breaks down a report from media consulting firm Ormax that sums up the state of Indian film industry in 2023. This also includes the impact of OTT platforms and the choices customers are making about their entertainment options. How much of a premium would you pay to buy a home from a reputed builder? In certain metro cities, that can go up to 1.5 to 2.5 times the going rate in neighborhoods. After a pandemic-induced lull, developers like DLF, Godrej and Tata are selling apartments like hotcakes. This is despite these flats costing as high as 53,000 rupees per square foot in places like Delhi's Motinagar and 45,000 per square foot in Mumbai's Pawai. Buying real estate in India has historically gone hand-in-hand with plenty of difficult paperwork. However, Some developers have managed to absorb that on behalf of their customers and make home buying easier. Laws like RERA have increased price transparency but also added to the costs. Mint's money Aparajita Sharma speaks to owners in these high-end societies who tell their home buying stories. Good, bad and ugly. Aparajita is a co-host of Why Not Mint Money, a Mint HD Smartcast production that deals with all things personal finance. Tune in to listen to the Mint Money team take a deep dive into aspects like investing, stocks, mutual funds, taxations, saving and more. To read any of these articles featured in today's episode, please click the link on the show notes. You may send us your feedback, tips or anything you feel we should be covering from your vantage point in the world of business and finance. You can write to us at feedback at the that's all for today. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with a fresh episode of Top of the Morning. Have a nice day. Top of the Morning by Mint.